0: All righty. So we got Texas, and uh, we've got um, <clears throat> we've got Texas, and who's the, who's this other team? Washington. Yeah, Washington, the Huskies. Okay, we're excited, really, really excited. Yes, actually, I'm not. Actually, I'm not. It really is. Uh, I just feel like, you know, I, I'm, I'm still angry about the fact that Florida State didn't get to play in this. And you know what? Here's the other thing I'm going to tell you. Okay? Jam it. All of you people out there that tried to say, oh, well, Florida State couldn't stay on the field with these two teams. Florida State's defense is every bit as good as both of those defenses we just saw. And you know what? Those offenses stink. So, please stop. Please stop. Okay? And the bottom line is, I don't want to hear that crap. Now, we had, of course, uh, I, I would be remiss if I didn't get to this. Because uh, uh, th- this was a butte from a good old-fashioned uh, Ben Roethlisberger. And here's the thing, okay? It's one of these things where I look at it like I'm glad he has a podcast because it is mildly amusing. He does say some interesting things. He is pretty insightful when he breaks down football. But the biggest problem with Ben is the same problem it's always been and that is he's just so ridiculously passive-aggressive about everything. He's so ridiculously insecure. He's so ridiculously just disingenuous and self-serving all of the time. He knew, for instance, you know, whenever he would throw his, his offensive coordinators under the bus, right? He knew what he was doing. He might not do it the same way, you know, he might be a little bit less uh but but it was always a passive aggressive uh well, you know, you'll have to ask Coach Todd. Anytime there was a good play that worked really well, it was because he was calling plays at the line. If the play didn't work, well you gotta ask Coach Todd. You gotta ask Coach this. That's the way it goes. I I mean I just I just laugh. I really do. But this latest one was silly. It was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Okay? Everybody remembers how Ben Roethlisberger was to Mason Rudolph. Everybody. That's the way I would tell you. And and I'm going to tell you, it's just one of those things where I would laugh at the whole situation if it wasn't so sad. But everyone remembers how bad he was to Mason Rudolph. Everybody does. So, of course... Now Mason Rudolph has played a couple of games, and Ben does his podcast thing, you know, the podcasting thing with, uh, what's the guy's name, the the, the Christian rapper guy? Spence. Yes, Spence. The Christian rapper guy, I call him, that guy. They do their little podcast thing, and, you know, they talk about beers or whatever, but there's always a few nuggets that get, you know, and it's exactly what Ben wants. You know, he acts like he doesn't want people to talk about it. Of course, he, of course, he wants us to talk about it. Just like when he used to do the show here, you know, he used to do the half-hour show with uh, Cook and Joe here on the, what, what they call it, the Ben Roethlisberger show for, like, on Tuesdays. And there was always some nuggets he would throw out there because he knew exactly the reaction he was going to get. So this one here, you know, was, was pathetic, even by his standards. So... He says, basically, I didn't have an issue with Mason when he got drafted. I had more of an issue with the pick. We had a really good football team and he got drafted early. I just felt like we could have maybe picked a player who could have helped us at the moment. We were still a team that was competing. I was not worried about him taking my job. That was not an issue for me. I felt in the moment that we could have a if we could have drafted a position, offense or defense that could have helped us. Not a guy that was going to be potential or backup, or maybe have a job. Not have uh, maybe have the job in the future. Uh, and it's it's one of these things where he's saying, "Oh well, I didn't have a problem with that. It wasn't that. Uh, it was just basically one of these things where." Uh, I, I mean, I just feel like it's, um, you know, I don't have a problem. I didn't have a problem with that. I just feel like it's a situation of where uh, it's important. And so then he goes on and on and he talks about that. And then, of course, he was asked if you remember back then something about how, you know, if he's going to help Mason along, if he's going to mentor him and this and that and everything. He said, when Mason played with me, I tried to help him as much as I could. Then he didn't want my help anymore, so I backed off. It's amazing. An amazing take, isn't it? Oh, I, I was trying to be a good teammate. A guy who's notorious for not being a good teammate. I was trying to be a good teammate. Come on, man. Come on, man. Are you, you, you really going to go here with that? I mean seriously, you're really going to go with that? That's what I'm going to tell you. It, it's not even it's not even funny. It's not even funny, really. Because he didn't want to do it. He didn't. He didn't want to do it. He didn't want to mentor him. He didn't want to be a part of, you know, the whole process of trying to help him out. And there was always these little, even these little passive aggressive shots he would throw his way. So to me, it's one of those things where now he's going to try and revise history. Oh, I tried to help. I I wanted to help Mason. No, you didn't. We all remember. And back then, I was going into the locker room a lot more than I am now because of my my duties have changed, right? That's the thing I would tell you. So I feel like it's one it's one of these situations where uh, you know he knows what kind of reaction he's going to get. He knows that. He knows what, is, what people are going to say. And he understands what people, you know, are going to react to it. But we were all there. And that's his problem. You can't revise history. The thing about Mason Rudolph to me and I'm not gonna say this, but I'm gonna uh, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this is uh, is that um, I don't know if Mason Rudolph is better than Kenny Pickett or not, and I don't know if Mason Rudolph is a long-term solution for the Steelers. My gut tells me he probably isn't. But at the end of the day, when they drafted him, he was no threat to Ben Roethlisberger, but Ben Roethlisberger saw him as a threat. He can say whatever he wants to say. He saw him as a threat. Period. And I feel like it's important to to, to, to note that, really. Like, you know, and so, but, but but my point is, now if you look at Mason Rudolph, if you, if you look at Mason Rudolph now, he's just sort of a guy that's playing really well for a couple of weeks. Now, Let's you know, can he do it longer? I don't know. But don't be surprised if the Steelers win this week, right? He plays well again this week. The Steelers win this week. And then Jacksonville and Buffalo go on to win. And so the Steelers are out of the playoffs. Don't be surprised if they don't re-sign Mason Rudolph. And it becomes almost like a Baker Mayfield type thing. Or, you know, we've seen some of these other guys who get let go in the offseason. Don't be surprised if that happens. The one thing that's very clear is Mason Rudolph, probably more than anything else, has assured that he will have a place in the NFL next year. That, 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 that's probably the only conclusion I can draw from everything he's done right now, is that he will have a definitely have a place in the NFL. Somebody will sign him as a backup or even maybe even as to compete for the starting job. That probably wasn't the case prior to this. That's the only thing I can tell you that I there's a guarantee about Mason Rudolph. That's it. The only guarantee about Mason Rudolph, honestly is that he's played his way into getting another contract somewhere. Probably as a backup, but somewhere. Somebody is going to watch what he did, his body of work, the film that he's put together now, and say, he's a good enough NFL quarterback that we're going to bring him in. You look at some of the teams and the backups that they're playing, right? What's the guy's name from... What's the guy's name from San Diego, from the Chargers? Is it Easton Stick? Yes, sir. Easton Stick. Easton Stick. I saw uh, one of the guys that – I was surprised he was in the league. Oh, the other Allen. The Bills' backup quarterback, I think, is another Allen. Kyle Allen, I think, the guy from – Yes, Kyle Allen. Right? Former Bronco and Bengal. Aiden O'Connell, you know? Some of these guys – I think he's a starter. He and, is. And here's the other thing I'm going to ask you. We're, given how good their defense is, jo- uh, Joel, given how good their defense is, okay, if the Patriots had Mason Rudolph all year, would they be like 8-8 eight and eight right now? Or would they be like, you know what I mean, knocking on the door of, of, of the of a playoff spot? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, he's worlds better than both of those guys they have up there. So my point is, I'm not saying he's necessarily going to be a guy who goes out and commands a bunch of money as a starter. But clearly the tape that he's put together this year is going to earn him a spot somewhere in the NFL next year. Now, will it be with the Steelers? I'm still of the mind that unless he wins a playoff game or two and really plays well in the postseason, they're basically going to chalk it up to, you know, he got hot at the end of the year, blah, 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 but we need to upgrade our backup quarterback, but, you know, whatever. So, my thing there is, you know, at that point, we'll see what happens going forward. But I don't think that it's out of the realm, you know, of, of the, uh, I, don't, I don't think it's crazy to suggest that he could win this game against Baltimore, they don't make the playoffs, and it's his last game as a, in a Steelers uniform. Honestly. That's what I would tell you. Anyway, we've got us, uh, Nick Nick Farabaugh coming up uh, from Pittsburgh Sports Now. He's got an interesting take on the Mason Rudolph versus the, uh, Mason Rudolph versus uh, 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 Kenny Pickett storyline. But I think the other part of it is there is, um, you'll hear right from the horse's mouth, Mike Tomlin himself, when it comes to, this situation uh because we will listen to what he had to say at his press conference we'll do that a little bit later but uh first we got a break then we've got nick fairball and we'll go from there it's the paul's ice show it's 93 7 the fan